0: Hi, and welcome to the Create Joy podcast, where we believe that we have the power to not only find meaning in life, but to create joy every day. Yes, even when life gets tough. But here's the thing. I am not the kind of person that joy comes naturally to. I have to work hard to find it. So join me as I explore how and where to find joy as I analyze experiences and ideas and talk to guests who help guide us in our process. I am excited for what we will learn together. I am your host, Katrina Gandara. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to be back with you. I have missed hanging out with you on this podcast, Um, but so far my break has been amazing uh let me catch you up on what has happened in my life lately so first of all my barely musical family has performed in five different musical events so that has been a lot especially since each one of them required a lot of practice so i'm glad that is over i'm glad that i did um that we did hard things and we pushed ourselves um But I'm glad that I don't have to do that anymore. We have also, we cracked a rim on our tires. So that was fun to get fixed. Uh, We also got a new little pet named Skittles. She is a little guinea pig and she's so stinking cute. Um, My daughter got her for Christmas and it's been a lot of fun becoming a new uh, pet family something that we have never experienced before. Funny story, um, after we'd had her for just under a week, she finally started getting to know us a little bit and climbed up into my hair, which um, I have a lot of hair, so she got lost in there quickly, but then she ate it. She bit off six inches of my hair, and it's obvious to me where it is. Luckily, I have curly hair, though, so it blended in there somewhere. But now you know, a guinea pig might eat your hair, so don't let it up there. Another fun thing that happened over break is that my kids have been begging me to create their own podcast since I launched mine. So I we launched a podcast for them. It's called Kids Change the World, and it's fun and awkward and probably just the grandparents are going to love it, but if you feel like listening, you can go check it out. Kids change the world. Um, and really, the best part was just spending amazing time with family and friends. And I do really miss my family now that they are back at school and my husband is back to working longer hours. He doesn't get those Christmas breaks um, anymore. Okay, so enough catching up. Let's go ahead and get started. A new segment that I want to introduce for this season is something called favorite things. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a favorite things party. If you're a guy, you probably haven't. I think that's probably a very girly thing and maybe you should. It might be fun. Um, I am going to tell you about one of my favorite things every episode. And sometimes it'll just be a thing as you'll hear about from today's. And sometimes it might be a product or sometimes it might be a person who really just makes my life better. So my favorite thing for this episode is water. So it's this one's not going to cost you a lot of money. I know that I have a harder time drinking water in the winter. I don't know why it just seems, I don't know why it's just harder. But this is a great reminder to you and to me um, to drink more water. So I'm noticing more and more how much water affects my health. um, And most of the time, when there is something wrong with my body, it usually uh, water is the answer. So I've even found like if I'm not sleeping well, um, I need more water. So a couple fun facts: water makes up a large portion of your body. Ninety percent of your brain is water. Twenty-two percent of your bone uh, bones. of your blood, 73% of your muscle, and it also helps with like your lungs and your metabolism and transporting nutrients and oxygen into the cell. So drink your water. It's good for you. So by the time this episode airs, it will be January 13th, which means we are almost two weeks into the new year And the new year comes with all the resolutions and the goals, and we're going to change ourselves and we're going to become better people. Um, And I think at the top of most people's uh, new year's resolutions, and I know it has been at my, at the top of mine up until this year has been either and or lose weight and get fit or eat healthier and diet. So basically, it's about making our bodies smaller. And I just wanted to talk about that today. Why do we hate our bodies so much? Now, this has been something that I have struggled with most of my life. And it's so sad, you guys. And I don't think I'm alone in feeling this way. But my body and I have had a complicated relationship, at least from my teenage years on. And I've been through a lot of things that probably most women have been through. I don't, I don't think I'm unique in this. Um, and that's honestly so sad. So as I kind of tell my story, I think you're probably going to see a lot of yourself in it because I think think that we all go through a similar experience and I couldn't figure out how to let you know why this means so much to me without telling my story. So this is super personal and it's not something I would usually do, but here we go. So my complicated relationship with my body began when I was in high school. So for some reason I decided that I was taking up more space than I should. So I set out to change that. And I honestly don't know what the contributing factors were. I don't know if maybe a boy broke my heart or someone made a mean comment, or maybe it was just me seeing what was possible and experimenting as teenagers do. Um, But I decided that I would only consume the calories that I could burn on the treadmill that day. And this went on for a while. And it didn't include any of the other active calories that I was burning uh, from just being alive, walking around campus, or chair practice every day after school, or often an extra run outside where I wasn't tracking my calories burnt because fitness trackers didn't exist back then. I say that like an old person. But basically I was um, at an incredibly huge deficit and my body was extremely undernourished. But you want to know the crazy thing? I was praised so much. I was constantly being complimented and rewarded for making myself smaller. Um, I was being rewarded for this self-destructive behavior because it was what society tells us is important. And of the hundreds of compliments that I received about my body, only one person ever mentioned concern for me. Only one person ever said you are getting too skinny. Please be careful. This did something in my brain and kind of knocked me out of this trance that I'd been in. Um, And I did gain some weight weight back hating myself for it because as the numbers on the scale went up, the compliments coming in went down. And then something interesting started um, when the negative comments started coming in from kids, but also from adults, which is especially strange to think about that were commenting about how I looked better when I was skinny, even though I was still very much in a healthy weight, even on the lower end of the healthy weight on the BMI chart. Now, I don't blame these people because they were honestly just a product of their environment, but the environment needs to change. And I believe that if you are not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. Now that I have a little girl and I see her getting closer to those teenage years, I am terrified that society is going to let her down the way it let me down. And I want to do something to soften that blow, if only a little bit. So as I got older, my relationship with my body started to change and it became more complicated as I got to know my body better because now other things started coming into play. I've always passed out very easily, but as I got older, this became more of a problem because it started to be a little more unpredictable. And I began to learn that I hold emotions in my body as we all do, and I have a guest coming on later this season to talk about this, and it is honestly, truly fascinating. You need to listen to that one. But when I would get stressed out, I would hold it all in my body because I didn't know how to process these emotions correctly. And this just caused more health problems and it started to cause me to pass out for unknown reasons. Then as I got older, my relationship with my body kept evolving and motherhood brought new challenges as I developed an autoimmune disease and some other scary issues along the way. Um, and so my emotions transi- transitioned <laughs> several times from being Uh, so angry that my body was limiting my life to being grateful that it protected my two babies from itself and from the outside world as it grew these beautiful humans. And as time went on, um, I went back and forth on loving my body the way it is and pushing it and punishing it to be what society kept telling me that it should be. So as my life evolved, my feelings changed and evolved from loving it to hating it to being angry at it. Um, I worked with several trainers um, and while I did get much stronger, I didn't get healthier or I should know skinnier, which was my main goal. So I would work out harder and when I pushed my body, it pushed back. Although now I'm realizing that it was my body crying out for help and for kindness. But the more I pushed it, the more it broke until... I kind of broke, and I decided, you know what, this isn't working, let's just be kind. I went slow to protect it and to help it heal. I went slow to find peace again, and when I did, things started to change. More outwardly visible, at least for my immediate family, I stopped having seizures and haven't had one in the past two years. But something more interesting started happening. I started not hating my size. Sure, it would be easier to be smaller and maybe there would be less complications, maybe not. But I started to notice that my worth was not less than someone else's because their body was smaller. And the interesting thing is that this change in my mind happened little by little without me even realizing it. It was on my sixth day of a 10 day stay in Cancun, surrounded by itty bitty bodies and itty bitty bikinis that I suddenly realized that I was not feeling jealous or insecure. I started to notice that in my heaviest weight ever, I was happy jumping in and out of the swimming pool with my family and walking around without something covering my body I was happy just being with them, just being present. And guess what? My family didn't care either. And you know who else didn't care? Anyone else at the pool or the beach. Why? Because they were either too busy having their own fun or too busy being worried about their own body size. They didn't have any time to think about how much space my body was taking up. This was a completely freeing realization to come to. That now that I had decided to love my body, I was helping to heal my mind. Sure, maybe there was someone sitting in the corner judging me, but you know what? Who cares? Because that is their problem, not mine. Those who are content with the size of their bodies won't be thinking about the size of yours. They will be too busy thinking about more important things. Because here's the thing. God didn't give us bodies so that we can be skinny. God gave us bodies for so many other reasons. Have you thought recently about how amazing our bodies are? How many things are going right with them? It can be so easy to get hung up on the silly little things. My nose is too big. I have a funny shaped toenail. My jeans fit a little too tight. Or maybe some bigger things like my thyroid doesn't work. But do you realize that there is so much more right than wrong with your body? So for example, if you feel like your nose is a little big, you might be worried about that. And whenever you look in the mirror, that is what you see. But while you are busy focusing on the perceived flaws, you are missing out on the miracles all around you. Since we are talking about noses, let's talk about what is working there. First of all, your nose works. That's a huge miracle. Think of all the science that it takes to make that happen. Then you have all the skin covering your body. It's protecting you, and it's a renewable resource, which is crazy. Then you have your eyes and your ears and your mouth. They each are their own incredible miracle. As a friend of mine once said, it is impossible for me to think of a baby being formed in the womb and not believe that there is a God because there are millions of things that have to not go wrong in order to form a baby. And you were once that baby. Sure, there might be a few things that you perceive as being wrong with your body, but right alongside them, there are millions of things that went right, and we are ignoring them. I'm sure all of us have worked on a project before and put our hearts and souls into it, only to have the critique come back, only focusing on the flaws of the project. I want you to think about how disheartening this is. It is very frustrating to create a very well-done project only to have it be rejected because of a small technicality. Do we realize that we are doing this every day to our bodies? There are literally millions of things going right. If we start to add up all the bones, the nerves, the tendons, the organs, even down to the individual cells in our body, the percentage of errors in our body is extremely small. Our bodies are amazing. There are more miracles than there are flaws. Let's focus on those. Let's stop comparing ourselves to others and just be grateful to God and to our bodies. Thank it for doing its job and for doing it wonderfully well. Russell M. Nielsen said, Because Satan is miserable without a body, he wants us to be miserable because of ours. I'm going to repeat that. Because Satan is miserable without a body, He wants us to be miserable because of ours. And he said this speaking to men. So this message applies to all of us. Don't let Satan win. Just love your body. I know it can be hard to do a quick turnaround and to just start loving your body. So here is my create joy challenge for you this week. Find something that you love about your body, even if it's just one little thing. Every time you catch yourself saying something negative about your body, whether it be about your size, athletic ability, health problems, etc., anything that includes your body, say three things that you love about it. And it can't be the same three things every time. Be creative. Come up with new things. I think you'll find out very quickly how much there actually is to love. And I promise it will get easier. So for example, if your biggest worry is your physical appearance, force yourself to stand in front of the mirror when you're getting ready to shower and find something that you love. Then try adding more and more things every day. What you find might surprise you. In doing this myself, I discovered that my absolute favorite part of my body is the little arch in the top of my shoulder. Completely random, but I think it is the coolest shape ever. And as I add on more and more things, I am discovering some pretty cool things about my body and I know that you will too. Because the thing is that even after all the things that my body has been through, my body has been amazing and it has been strong and it has been resilient and it's been powerful and all those times when I hated it, it still loved me back. So in this new year, if you have one of those goals to improve your body somehow, I hope you're doing it from a place of love, from a place of respect and from a place of gratitude for everything that your body has done, because I think that's going to be a lot more effective in the long run, because we're going to have these bodies with us for the rest of our lives. So let's not let Satan win. Let's use our bodies for what they were meant to do not just to take up less space in the world. Thanks again for joining us on this episode. My biggest wish is for each of us to really create more joy in our everyday lives. And I really hope that this podcast does that for you. I would love to stay in touch with you throughout the week. Um, You can find me over at Create Joy podcast on Instagram and you can always contact me. Send me, e- send me an email. I love email at createjoypodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, let's create a little joy today.